What's up, peeps? My name's Jeff, and you're listening to Jeffrey Laxman, the podcast where you Brits get to learn about the commotions of Zimbabwe. Yes, that is in Africa. No, it's not South Africa. And for the Zimbos listening, you guys get a taste of England life, where, believe it or not, everything actually works here. Join me as I navigate life as a homo, sapien, because I'm not gay. You're all gay. Lol. Yo, yo, yo. How's it going, people of the podcasts? Um, we are back again with another guest episode. And this week we are doing jobs as opposed to some stories. We've got a special guest, Daniel, who is a bit of a fashionista. And he is all about the world of fashion. Say hello, Daniel. Hi. <laughs> I was just like waiting. I was like, wait, when can I speak? <laughs> Unless I was smiling. I was like, they can't see that. <laughs> well, no, I'm kind of well, yeah. Like, hey. I need to get like a whole studio set up. You need to get the, the, the germs. The germs. It's like a little neon sign. I'm already working on it. Of course you are. I am indeed. Um, okay, yeah. So Dan is, we've known each other for like four or five years. Just yeah. being Instagram friends. Yeah. And this is the first time we ever met. Last night. Well, last night. Last night, yeah. <laughs> Literally, I was coming to London to see some friends. And I was like, come out with us. He's like, I'm in Spain. I get back late that night. And he's like, I'm coming. I said I'd still go. I was exactly. like, no, nah, I'll be there. I'll, no. I'll land. I'll get home. I'll unpack. I'll get changed. I'll come out. <laughs> yeah. Ends up going to heaven. That's the life, though. That is the life. It is indeed. Gotta make the most of every opportunity. Oh, yeah. Heaven. First time I've ever been. Um, gay club in London, for those who don't know. Yeah. I'm Crazy. A... Yeah, it was like everyone's first time, I think, last night. Yeah, no it But was. I'm a veteran. <laughs> <laughs> you the bouncers. I was, I was, and... Yeah, I was like, okay, so we're going to go to the... I was like, right, which toilet do you want? Because you've got different ones. <laughs> I was like, we can go upstairs to the R&B run. They're like, upstairs? I was like, yeah. It's, it was... a, it's a super club. It's known as a super club. Yeah, it was massive. They used to have G.A.Y. Late as well, but that's just closed. That's That used to be quite fun. Gay's closed. So, so there's G.A.Y., yeah. which is Old Compton Street yeah. in the middle of Soho. And then they had G.A.Y. Late, but then they've just closed G.A.Y. Late, I think. How come? January? I'm not sure. I think there was like, there was, there's obviously a reason behind it, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, got you. It was a fun night out every now and then, but uh can be a little bit trashy as well. <laughs> that's what makes it fun. <laughs> we love a trashy gay club. We love a trashy gay club. It's so much fun. Um, okay, so let's start from the beginning with you okay i was born in 2002 (laughs) (laughs) little baby dan yeah yeah no i was not always a fashion boy not always a fashion boy not always a fashion boy i got into it like 14 as friends with someone who had like a proper interest in fashion and they sort of like taught me all about like luxury fashion especially yeah sort of like louis vuitton gucci i was like my pa- my parents really aren't interested in fashion. I don't oh, come yeah. from a fashion background. <laughs> I was like, "What do you think of Burberry?" And they're just like, "Me." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but now, but now it's like I have to live, breathe, eat. Fa- well, you don't eat in fashion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> um, okay, so you went to uni. I'm slight uni. Still, yeah. <laughs> you went to a fashion uni. Yeah, so I'm at University of the Arts London. It's a collegiate university. So you've got Central St. Martin's, which like everyone knows for like fashion design. But I'm at London College of Fashion. Yeah. Um, so that's more sort of I'm in the media and communications school. So I do fashion, public relations, and communications. 
Nice. Sounds fancy, but it's just fashion PR. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while you're at uni, did you have like jobs on the side or like, because you kind of have to do a bit of, oh, what's the word? Um, Get some experience. Yeah, on the job, like while you're studying. Yeah. Um, so like in second year, we had like a built-in internship time. Yeah. Um, but I worked, I did an internship between my first and second year in the summer. I did that at Christian Dior. Oh my God. Flex. Let's <laughs> um, start with Christian Dior. Yeah. I mean, I literally had never worked in fashion. I'd never even worked in retail. Really? My previous job's a swimming teacher. <laughs> butcher. Butcher? Yeah. That was the first ever job I had, like, working behind the meat counter. I know how to handle the sausage. Yeah, of course you did. That's <laughs> um, so Yeah. I mean, I didn't study fashion at school either we didn't even have like a fashion courses like textiles or anything like that so it wasn't until i was looking for i wanted to go to university to get a degree mm. and i was like oh i wonder what i'm gonna do i had like my dad being like maybe you should do marketing because you're interested in marketing i was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like yeah um yeah you are yeah you did. i was like okay i'll do that then. <laughs> so i looked at marketing degrees all over and then I found um, PR, which is just sort of like, I feel like marketing is like the big umbrella term. You've got like all the little branches off it and PR is one part of marketing. Yeah. Um, and that's the one that I can actually do because I'm good at talking rather than doing graphs and <laughs> ratios and stuff. All the analytical like, stuff. Yeah. yeah. The, the extent of my job is counting people's followers and figuring out their engagement rate. <laughs> <laughs> but we have websites that can do that in two seconds now, so it's yeah. fine. No, true, exactly. So yeah, it was going to be marketing. Mm. Then I went to PR. And then I found fashion PR. Um, and I knew I wanted to move to London because my brother was down here for his uni. And he just sort of like sold it to me. And when I came down, I was like, this is, this is the land. This is it. <laughs> I was like, this is where it's going down. God, I would love to move to London for like six months even. Just spend a bit of time here. You will be so broke. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> it, it, it's painful, honestly, sometimes. Like you just have to always be working. Everyone's got a side hustle as well. Yeah. So expensive in London. It's a joke. I spent £150 last night. Oh, don't even. I, spent like I don't even know how I spent that much. It's crazy. Now i got to figure out how I'm going to pay my rent. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, did the uni kind of push you to start looking for jobs and stuff? Did they organize any of it? or? So we have sort of like guest speakers that come in a lot of the time. Mm. Um, and they're from like loads of different sort of backgrounds within the industry. Mm. Um, and they encourage you to sort of like network as much as possible, attend events. So we have like a lot of events with Dazed magazine, which is nice. Right. Um, so it's a good way of networking and getting to know people within the industry. Yeah. Because it's all about, I've realized like it's all about who you know, not what you know. Um, exactly. I, if I moved to London and I wanted to be in fashion, I reckon I probably could have done it without going to fashion school literally just chat to anyone and everyone in the smoking area it can like lead to job opportunities and yeah anything even if you don't smoke i never used to smoke in first year <laughs> and now look at me <laughs> yeah we won the ciggies last night <laughs> <laughs> um okay let's talk about christian dior okay what was it like working for them was that was i feel like like devil wears prada kind of style strict don't fuck up 
the like you couldn't like you shouldn't mess up obviously yeah um but because i was an intern as well like they knew i was always going to like make some mistakes and i definitely made some mistakes <laughs> definitely well, made some mistakes yeah what were some of the biggest mistakes you made um i threw out jewelry one time because i didn't empty a box thoroughly enough like what kind of jewelry like expensive like, stuff yeah like yeah. <laughs> jewelry like a good few thousand pounds worth of jewelry god that was not a good day did you have to like, go to rummage to the trash for it or i lit i literally had to get in the bin <laughs> like i just didn't empty the box thoroughly enough mm. and i thought like oh like that must be it but there was obviously jewelry at the bottom and like i said that's one of the biggest regrets i would never do that again yeah um, find it no 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 i'm surprised but we didn't know until the day after you should have just summoned stolen and we, it. We, well <laughs> well we were like where'd it go <laughs> and so we looked on the cctv and then you see me checking it in the bin and oh I was like, God. fuck. And then they were like, okay, you need to like search every single bin. I climbed in the skip outside of work. And then I like was speaking to the uh, bin men. I was like, could it be in the middle of transportation still somehow? I'm like, where did it get dropped off? <laughs> Trying to backtrack it as much as yeah. possible. We never got it back. God. So, Do you think one of them like ended up going and finding it? Like, I, I reckon <laughs> if, if they, if one man's trash is another man's treasure, I found some good fucking stuff at the bin. <laughs> like people in my first year accommodation, mm. um, someone it was around Christmas time. They were obviously flying back to wherever they were from. They were an international student, and they fully just threw out like this massive Dior bag, not like an actual Dior bag, but like a shopping bag. So practical to put loads of stuff in. Then they were also throwing out a Prada shoebox, which had the dust bag still inside for both the shoes. <laughs> and then there was also like um something else i think there's like another dust bag or something and i was like this is really grimy like going through the i wasn't going through people's trash i saw a dior bag i was like okay <laughs> let me see if there's anything inside <laughs> um but yeah i was like okay so so i still use them dust bags today <laughs> nice perfect yeah spare pair of shoelaces as well so i'm surprised you still have a job after like losing such a I mean, I I thought that day I was going to get fired. Yeah, I was like, but you're shit I was like, yourself. this is a really big fuck up. Yeah, and there was like a few other times where like, like you're never going to get everything perfect all the time. They yeah. know you're going to make mistakes. They make mistakes as well. Um, but yeah, there's definitely some stuff that that definitely taught me to just never do again. <laughs> yeah, my first week I had to send on a winter a Dior tote bag. Yeah, and she returned it. Uh, With, like, the actual Anna Wintour. The Anna Wintour. We were gifting her a bag, and she sent it back. Sent it back? Yeah. Why? Because there's a thread loose. Well, like, a piece just dangling off? So, like, it wasn't even, like, a loose thread. It was because it's embroidered, the Mm. bag. There's obviously, there was obviously this, like, stitching which hadn't gone all the way through. So it was slightly loose. I literally could not see it. She returned it, and she said there was a thread loose. And I was like, I cannot find this thread for my life <laughs> i had to take it to uh my managers and i was like she's returned it there's a thread loose i can't find the thread loose but she's returned it so that's a problem <laughs> and then they were like oh yeah it's right there and i was like that is so minuscule yeah but attention to detail is just so key did you end up sending her another one 
I don't know, someone else had to do it. <laughs> I didn't think they trusted me after that. They were like, he's not going to do underwinter again. And then I was stuck on menswear. <laughs> but that's that's my specialty, so we're fine. Nice. Do you think she even saw it? Or do you think her people were like, nope? I choice your whole team for like inspecting. Yeah, I feel like someone else had probably seen it. So hopefully she didn't see it. Yeah, she might have um, it could yeah, maybe about return before she even knew. Um and then we sent her a new one that was fresh. Um but I don't even know, like what would you do with that bag? Like would you then gift it to someone else? Yeah, like, exactly. What does she need like deal to You're not just gonna like chuck it in the bin. <laughs> I'll I'll take it. <laughs> I'll have it. She must just have a stockpile of just I re- like the amount of and... gifts that she has, like it must be insane. Yeah. She must have like a lot of money. She's like the fashion queen. Yeah. Like of the world. There's so much money in fashion, it's crazy. I had no idea, like... Insane. Even just, like, magazines and stuff, I had no idea. Yeah. Sort of, like, a full-page spread is thousands. And I'm yeah. like, we were in... I'm like, it's a picture. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a piece of paper. <laughs> Literally. We were in Milan, and it just somehow happened to fall over Fashion Week, and you could just see the models, the outfits, just casual, like, not, on, like, doing anything. Yeah, the off-duty looks so casual yet so perfect i know it's intimidating i I feel like you're right now (laughs) there's times where like i'm going to fashion events and i'm like that the outfit needs to be perfect there's a picture there's that picture that i was showing you last night um when i went to the champion party Mm. i was photographed by high snobiety and it's a great picture but i zoomed in and you can see like a shaving rash on my like midriff, like where my snail trail is. <laughs> and I'm so angry. I'm like, that's not good enough. I'm like, this is why people Photoshop. It makes sense now. Yeah. Why didn't you Photoshop? Or I had Photoshop and then the app that I did have, it was free. And then it, it, I think they like deleted it from the app store. So I need to find another one. If anyone's got any good recommendations for Photoshop. I shouldn't say Photoshop that. Is Everyone's good. perfect. <laughs> You're perfect the way you are. But if you know how to get rid of Razor Rush, please do let me know. Why don't you use like rack strips? I don't, or like I don't know. hair removal cream? I've used hair removal cream before and it just stinks. And it also yeah. like it never does the whole job. Got you. Have you had to like shave your entire body, legs, everything for I've these? I've waxed my legs before. Bet that was painful. It was. The worst part was like just under the bum cheek like <laughs> it's so sensitive and i had i was not ready for it at all um it was literally an impulse decision i walked past um this place on the high road where i live mm. and i was like what well, if i just waxed my legs <laughs> then i went into got wax and i was like why the fuck oh, did i do again. that and literally <laughs> since i obviously never exfoliated properly so many ingrown hairs Brilliant. hate it I hate it. Um, okay, so it's not related to anything. <laughs> <laughs> We've obviously spoken, and you used to dress people. Like yeah. Famous. Who are some of the big names you dressed? I feel like. It was just for Christian Dior when you were working with them? Yeah, so that was like my first sort of experience of styling. Mm. Um, and I realized I actually really enjoyed it whilst I was there. So I started styling for All Saints after yeah um which we can talk about as well um but yeah some of the people i addressed would be uh taheeb jamo tom hardy oh skepta uh idris alba 
uh, Taron Edgerton. He was one of the first people I did. Sam Sproul. Jack yeah. Harlow as well. Jack Harlow, yeah. I really wish. I never got to actually meet him for the fitting. Oh, yeah. I just sent him all his stuff. And I was just like, that was one of the one people that I wish I met. Yeah. I feel like his vibes are just like insane. He's just a cool dude. He just seems so fun. God like, I love, I like that interview that he did with Emma Chicken. Chamberlain uh, at the Matt Gala yeah. for Vogue. Bye, I love you. <laughs> it's so precious. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'd yeah, I feel like he would have just been like a lot of fun and really good vibes. No, yeah. One day, one day, it's going to happen. It is. It's going to. Yeah. I think like, it's already crazy to sort of like think about who I've dressed as well. And I sort of like see people on the TV and I'm like, oh yeah, I'd like start, I styled them for the Emmys. Um, achieved three in the top 10 best dress at the Emmy Awards 2022. That was covered by Esquire. And I had Will Poulter, best dressed at number one. Really? Tahib Jamo at number five. I loved his outfit. Yeah. Um, and Nicholas Holt at number eight. That's insane that you, you've so done that. Yeah. Who are some of the people you've met, like, in person and actually gone to the fittings? I've met Idris Elba in person. What was he like? Amazing guy. Yeah. So nice, so polite. Oh, um, nice. I'm trying to think of other people. Sam Spruill. Not a lot, of, not as many people know him. He's yeah. an actor. He play, He's in um, Snow White and Huntsman. Oh, yeah, he yeah. He plays the uh, evil queen's brother. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. He was the first fitting I did in person. Mm. He was so lovely. Yeah. So nice. And he got a bottle of champagne as a thank you and brought it to the office for us. Oh, And I was really like, nice. that's really nice. Because yeah. some people just like, some people aren't. Yeah. That nice. <laughs> you have to name names, but give me an example of them just being dicks or... Just like, I don't know. I feel like it's usually... Because I was always specializing in menswear. Mm. I don't know if it's just maybe just like a man thing where they just think they have to be like tough as nails. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm trying to think who else was really... Yeah. Skepta was kind of boring. Yeah? Yeah. Was he kind of... I don't know. He just, like, had no personality. Oh, really? Yeah. Was he not kind of acting, you know, a lot of these rappers kind of have to, or have to but portray this, like, hard drugs, guns, money, jewelry. I guess jewelry. so, but I'm just, like, when it's just, like, me and them in a room, that sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> what happened when they're, when they're undressing, <laughs> and then I'm putting clothes on them. <laughs> it's usually the other way. <laughs> um... Like, you just would have thought, like, you'd, like, be able to have, like, some banter or, like, some sort of conversation yeah. and get to know each other. And maybe even just, like, ask, like, oh, like, where are you from originally? Or yeah. how long have you been working here for? It was just, it was none of that. It was just silence. It no, was just really talk. awkward. Yeah. And it's just like, would you like to try this on? <laughs> have you ever had anyone be like, I'm not wearing that? Absolutely not. I feel like there's a lot of times where I've recommended something. Mm. and they're like no that is so not me and i'm like just try it on give it a go or i'm like visualize it with me this is how i'm seeing it and then like oh actually okay and then they put it on and they're like this is flies fun yeah <laughs> and i'm like and then yeah. they win best dressed and... yeah i'm like <laughs> yeah duh <laughs> i know what i'm talking about i'm getting a degree <laughs> nice which person's outfit that you've done that you're like most proud of like fuck yeah slayed that one I mean, I think getting number one for Will Poulter was like this sort of like a peak. 
Um, yeah. I love to heap Jamo's look. It's like this like blue satin and it had like this, I don't even know how to describe it. Like this like long tie nice. uh, detail, which was really fun. Yeah. Um, you have to show me some photos after. Yeah. But Will Poulter, that was actually, oh, that was so much stress. Right. So we had the fitting. And I had I had stuff flown in from the Paris showroom, yeah, because um, we needed like the best stuff for it. So I had stuff flown in from Paris, and then I had one. Bo- well, I had one box which was his confirmed outfit, mm. and then I had all the other stuff that I needed to send back. I sent the box that was to go back to Paris of all the stuff he didn't want to California. Oh my god! For the event, and twenty four hours before. His stylist texts me and is like, this isn't the stuff. This is not it. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Um, and she was like, this is all the stuff like we said no to. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, does this mean that I've sent the confirmed outfit back to Paris? I hadn't sent it. Oh, man. So it was, li- it was behind me. It was literally, literally. behind <laughs> me. And I was like, I've got 24 hours to get this to California. It needs to be there as soon as possible. I was honestly thinking I was probably going to have to jump on a plane, fly out there, and deliver it in person myself. But then that would have been quite cool. Yeah, I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying. To, I was trying to be like, I think I should take it. <laughs> it was like <laughs> you should fly me to California. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we ended up sending it via. I was about to say post. What do I mean? By post, yeah. Delivery system. (laughs) A delivery service. And it got there in 24 hours. It got there. I think we had like six hours to spare. Oh my God, that's crazy. But it was so stressful. But she texted me. Obviously, like the time difference. It was like the afternoon for her. But I was Mm. out at a club and I was fucked. I was so drunk. And she texted me and I was like, eh? And then I was getting a call from my manager. And they were like, What's going on? And I'm like, I don't know. Oh my god! And I was just like, oh, I I feel like you need to always be vigilant. Yeah. And I mean, like, even it's not even just like a nine to six job. Yeah. Because a lot of the time you're working like all around the world as well, and Mm. if you have like reports to do at Paris Fashion Week, you need to be up from four a.m. to have them done by five a.m. So it's sent ready for seven. So everyone's got it. And there's like a hierarchy to like when you send emails as well. Mm. And if you like put someone in someone else's place, like someone lower above someone higher, they have your life. Really? Yeah. It's like, you can't do it. God, it sounds like boarding school. <laughs> it's it's like, okay, there's a hierarchy there. And there's times when I did reports where I used the wrong shade of red. Like completely wrong or like wrong but i i well, i mean i just saw red so i was like <laughs> okay so i just like did that instead of like i should have just like copied and pasted the slide so yeah. everything was going to be the same but i just like made a new slide and then added everything on and then i just like press red on powerpoint because i was like it's, it's red <laughs> but then i got sent back and they were like that's not the right shade oh my god i was like oh Okay, sorry. <laughs> have you still got a job? Yeah, still employed somehow. <laughs> Did you ever have to literally jump on a plane to go pick something up, drop it off? There was this time where it was really close to happening. And I feel like I want to work in in-house luxury fashion PR. 
Yeah. And then, so what I'm going to do is just take my passport with me every day to the office because I am more than prepared to jump on a flight and get sent anywhere. I'm down. That must be fun. Where were um, you almost going to go? There was a time where I was nearly going to go to Germany. I can't remember whereabouts it was. I think it was like, there was this one store. Mm-hmm. It was with, when I was working at Dior, there was one store that had this suit and we were dressing a musician and he needed it for a tour. Um, and it was the last suit. Like nowhere else had it. Really? So we needed to get that and we needed to get it in 24 hours as well. I think it was less than 24 hours. And mm-hmm. I was literally about to be like sent away just like if we can't get it like they were not picking up the phone this is a really long story (laughs) i don't know why i'm dragging this out so long um how did you end up getting the package so the store wasn't replying to us Mm. and we were like we really need to get it and we've only got a few hours left because then they're going to close and then it's going to be too late so i was like i could fly over there and i can be there in the next sort of like four hours and have it sorted and I'll have it with me and I'll be be able to bring it back. But then they picked up the phone, annoyingly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's times where like we'd be calling like Saint-Tropez and loads of other stores all around Europe, all around the world. Um, There's a time when I had to do work with Toronto because Toronto had one suit left that we needed in the right size. all i'm hearing basically is you guys all sound so bloody unorganized that everything is like 24 hours it needs to be here why don't you do it like a week earlier it's like i feel like it's just like the deadlines but that's the like fun thing about the industry like if you Mm. are like i'm very ocd as a person yeah and i love like a schedule i love having everything planned out but i also do sort of love going into the office on that day not knowing what the hell is going to happen yeah like there's times where I think there was one Kanye tweeted something about Kim Jones, the creative director mm-hmm. at uh, Dior, and it got cropped out. So we don't actually know what I was saying, but like Kanye was like going off. Really? He was like really going into so many people, bringing up some like bad stuff. That man is crazy. He He just... He he's in his own world for real. <laughs> Why was he beefing with Dior? He, he was beefing everyone. He like had this massive paragraph that he was just writing about everyone, and then Kim's name was at the bottom of it. And we were like, "Damage control." We were like, "What is about to be said?" We're like, "What has he done? He's done nothing." <laughs> but we were just looking, and we were just like, "Oh my god!" So you're just like hanging on, waiting to see this like next story posted or next tweet posted. Yeah, it never came. But like, it's just sort of like the tension in the office. You never know yeah. what's going to happen next. It's like you get a phone call and it's just like, oh, we need this for a magazine and it's getting shot in an hour and it's on the other side of London. What the fuck? It's actually and just like, it would be nice to like have a little bit of a heads up. Yeah, exactly. Because then you've got to like reprioritize everything because you've got so yeah. much going on all the time. Because that takes so much time out of your day to, even though you have an hour deadline, you're still going to. Lead it's not a nine till six. Like you're just constantly, yeah. constantly going. But I kind of like it as well. Mm. Moving on from there, you kind of started doing runway. Yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous boy. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like everyone in fashion's pretty much got a side hustle because it just also doesn't pay enough. Yeah. And also London in general, as we've spoken about. Yeah. Um, very true. So I branched into modeling a little bit. Mm. Um, just did London Fashion Week. Ooh, how was that? 
is good. That's my second time I've done London Fashion Week. My fourth time doing catwalk. Look at you. Yeah. Who are you wearing? It's worked, well, today. (laughs) It wasn't today. (laughs) Um, This time I was wearing Soy86, who is a London-based designer, uh, Mm. lover stuff. And we're actually talking about maybe doing a little bit of a collaboration. Really? Yeah. You and the brand or Dior and the brand? No, just me. Wow. I don't work for Dior anymore. Oh, nice. Okay, Guy, what are you doing at the moment? I'm unemployed. (laughs) (laughs) You're freelancing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm freelancing. That's the word. Um, Yeah, so I I left Dior, I think I was there for five months. Um, I was just an intern and that was for my placement and I was still studying. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't able to balance it all. Uh, so I left and I went back to uni. Yeah, and I was supposed to work for another brand, but they actually did me dirty last minute, and it was quite a big brand. That's a spanner in the works. Yeah. Um, and then I moved to All Saints mm-hmm. after that, and I was a stylist there, and I was also sort of like helping visual merchandising for the store as well. And that's like the first sort of like time in retail for me. Oh uh, yeah, previous. Jobs are better. <laughs> in terms of the runway stuff, um, I know I feel like there's this stereotype of models kind of, because obviously they kind of are, quote unquote, the most beautiful people in the world. Like I feel runway. like modeling's moving sort of from like who's the most gorgeous to who's the most unique. Yeah, yeah, true that. But did they all kind of have their noses in the air or were they all like really nice? No, the people that I was working with, like it wasn't sort of like a, a full on schedule show or anything like that um so i feel like no one really had sort of like an ego or like this massive god complex everyone was very humble which was nice it was refreshing yeah um whereas i feel like probably if you're walking for like a high fashion brand if you're like walking for like fendi or louis vuitton that's sort of like your full-time job like you're known as a model like that is your job yeah so i feel like they may be like a little bit more snobby (laughs) and it can kind of make sense like it's a flex it's cool yeah i I get it you're hot (laughs) what was it like doing the runway in terms of it's kind of the whole thing about models aren't being allowed to eat or having to constantly stay skinny yeah there was no pressure on any of us for that Mm. show which was nice like the entire there was a few designers who were showing for um london fashion week uh, that we were working with on the day. Um, and the entire atmosphere was like, you can eat whatever you want, you can drink whatever you want. Not everyone had abs. Not everyone was six foot. Not everyone was skinny. Cool. Time for <laughs> you go do some runway. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, for me that day, I think I only ate two packets of crisps. But that's because I woke up, I was hungover. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. What am I not? <laughs> um, yeah, I was hungover. So... And then I ha- I was in a rush. I got there bang on time, which was good though. Um, no. But I didn't have any breakfast and they had crisps there. And I, I ate one packet of crisps before the show and I ate one after. I I think I had like two slices of pineapple and that was it all day. Oh my God. I would probably be the same. Just surely you were nervous. Like, oh my yeah, God, like do this. it wasn't sort of like, oh, I can't eat anything because like the top that I was wearing was like a crop blazer. It wasn't because I was like, I'm scared I'm going to get fat or I'm going to get bloated or anything yeah. like that. That wouldn't have been an issue anyway. Um, but I think it was more sort of just like the nerves. Yeah. I used to no, do a lot definitely. of sport as well and I just would not be able to eat before a race. Yeah. 
Have you heard any stories from them about their like eating thing and their like horror stories being told? No, you have to lose this in this amount of days. Or I know a few people who are like signed to. They've been signed with agencies, like modeling agencies, and they've been sort of you like yeah, like the words been thrown around. You need to stop eating as much, um, <laughs> or like you need to get skinnier, or you need to be more t- uh, toned, and it is unhealthy. Like, just let people live. <laughs> yeah, true. I get you've got, like, this, like, image to maintain, but... Yeah, but I guess at the end of the day, you've kind of chosen to go into that industry. Yeah, I so feel like... if you know that's what it's about, then, yeah. I think it's all just about, like, it. having a healthy diet in yourself. Like, you know, like, for me, I can eat and eat and eat, and I won't put on any weight. Yeah. But that's just because I've got a very fast metabolism. Because... Mm. I want to bulk. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I tried for so long. Yeah, like I just can't do it. I can eat and eat and eat and I will never put on any weight. But some person might eat like a banana and then get bloated. Yeah. So you just need to sort of like know your body. Yeah. You need to know how like how you're exercising as well. Like you can just do cardio if you want and that's enough for some people. Or you need to just like focus on weights to be more toned. Yeah, true. Um. Yeah, so you're kind of saying that everyone in the industry everyone has side hustles like yeah we're a few of yours that you've yeah everyone's got side hustles um i love depop um more of the interesting ones would be go-go dancing go-go dancing yes um what i didn't i didn't do, like? i didn't do it for that long i think that was in my second year mm. um i did it at dolson superstore which is a small queer club in east london it's a very small Oh yeah. It's like it feels like a corridor. <laughs> and I'd be on top of the bar and I could I could just see everything. I could see everyone. Shaking um, their ass. Yeah. I mean like you get more money from tips than anything. Yeah. Um you can wear as much not as much clothing as you want. I'm not gonna do it in a North Face Neptune's jacket. <laughs> um but like if you wanted to like be in your briefs and dance, you could do that. I never did it. I think I was just in like parachute pants and tank top most times. Nice but yeah, like you'd have half an hour sessions. Um, yeah, I just couldn't imagine doing that like for like a six hour shift all night. Just oh my god, no! I think like we would get we'd get paid for like one hour. It'd be like forty pound for the hour, thirty forty pound. Mm, not um, bad. But then yeah, like the tips that you could get. I mean, no one was throwing coins at me. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, not like America where we have dollar bills. Yeah, like I reckon if we had if we had like a dollar. If we had like a pound bill, yeah, I would have made made bank. I would have made bank. Um, What's the biggest tip you've ever received? Biggest tip from one person was fifty pound, which is like, gee, that's huge. It's massive. And I was like, are you sure? Did you like tuck it in your jeans? Do the whole? He like put it into like my trout, like my uh, underwear waistband. And I was like, okay. But it's a fifty pound note and I was like, this is gonna be really impractical to try to like get sorted. <laughs> Nowhere bloody takes fifty. Nowhere takes notes. a fifty. I was like, it's probably not even real, but I think I'm I think I put it in the bank, so it must have worked. <laughs> nice. <laughs> was he like trying to go after you or something? Trying yeah, to hit on you? But he's like, <laughs> Huh? He was like <laughs> <laughs> You're so shallow. <laughs> no, like How old was he? Oh, he must have been like forty fifty. <laughs> It was no. just, he was just like a, he was like a, a daddy, but not like a, he wasn't like a daddy. He was like a, 
dad. That's <laughs> <laughs> nice. You made fifty quid off of it. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to like find other things at the minute because like I'm I'm unemployed right now. Um, How long I'm freelance. I'm freelance. <laughs> Um, this is my second month unemployed. How long did you do go-go dancing for? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I only did it for about a month. That's because I live in West London and the commute was insane. Oh, yeah. And trying to get back on a night out was oh, like nightmare. impossible. Yeah, Trying to do that true. at like four in the morning to try and get f- from east to west. Yeah. How have you been surviving two months of unemployment? London prices. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> I am into my overdraft. <laughs> um, no, I actually don't know how I'm going to pay my rent next month. If I just go be a stripper. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. If anyone's hiring. <laughs> Are they like strip clubs in England? It's not like America where... I don't know. Like, I know that is strip clubs. I've never been to one. I was actually one in Spain. <laughs> I actually went to one in Spain. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Male one or girl one? A uh, female one. Oh. I ended up just befriending all of them. Yeah, literally. I, <laughs> I was went like, to what's the end of both? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, not for me. Not for me. <laughs> I was like, you're pretty, but not for me. <laughs> um, I know there is strip clubs in England. Um, but yeah. Would you ever? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I, I like. Uh, I feel like bank things should be. I know. I like look at it on like TikTok and stuff, and I'm just like, they are making so much money. They literally have like actual cash counters. Literally, and... like I respect my body. I'm I'm happy to shake my ass for a dollar. Yeah, everyone's got to pay bills. They can make like two k in a night if they do a couple nights a week. It's literally crazy. Like that's mental. But I feel like you never really see a lot of male strippers. Yeah. No, I feel like you have like like bachelorette parties. Yeah. And you have like a what what are they called? Naked butler. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um I would do it, but I think for my industry it would not go down well. I'd sort of like lose a little bit of reputation. Yeah. I wasn't I got uh asked to join the cast of Ibiza Weekender. Really? Yeah. When I was at Christian Dior and I was talking to my boss about it and he was like, If you do reality TV you will lose like a lot of reputation surely the amount of money you would make though from it i had never watched it um i I was like episodes it's really good (laughs) i've I've never watched it i've heard stories and i like see a few people's like instagrams yeah um and i'm like it looks fun yeah but it's just sort of like being a promoter in ibiza through and i'm like it's yeah you've got some sun but it's the the same it's the same thing like every day like i would definitely become an alcoholic (laughs) yeah either that or i would definitely get a drug addiction (laughs) (laughs) like it would just happen yeah um so yeah that's crazy so who who like approached you just their team they're like oh i think yeah it's like their casting agency um I get random DMs sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, go on. I had like, is it First Dates? Oh, uh, yeah. First Dates. my date. friends went on that, actually. They approached me, but I just did not think they were going to be able to set me up with anyone good. <laughs> oh, I would probably already know them. <laughs> yeah. The community is small. <laughs> um, you in London, you got to yeah. than anyone. And then someone wanted me to go on, um, oh, what was it? It was sort of like some like rich families or something. And I was like, mate, what? <laughs> I was like, no, no, not, <laughs> it's like, not this family. 
<laughs> I was like, this just doesn't, this is, I was like, where did you get that impression? You're quite like a good looking boy, I'd say. You are. And I'm sure you've had loads of men in your DMs. Um, Have they ever offered you, I don't know, money or feedbacks? You know what? No. And I wish they did. <laughs> I really wish they did, honestly. I don't know. I really, I would love a sugar daddy. Yeah. Anyone, anyone listening who wants to be my sugar daddy, please. <laughs> you, can have, you can have all the feet pics you want. <laughs> I'm proud of my feet. I get a pedicure every now and then. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel like it's kind of dead, my DMs. God, I've had people like offering to come and literally be a footrest while I watch TV. What the fuck? And like, they just sit there and just buy me dinner. And they're like, please, I'll come, I'll buy you dinner. Just let me come around. I'll sit on the floor, massage your feet, kiss your feet. Just while you watch TV. You don't I don't really to, get like, the whole... Acknowledge f- I'm there. I don't really get the whole foot like, fetish thing. Oh my God. No, me neither. It's not a bit of me. But... I've been with one person who had like a foot fetish. And it was, oh yeah? It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind if my someone I don't else like, did. I don't like... like, like, like I, I enjoy like a foot massage. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. fine. But um, uh, yeah, some... Mm, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, literally, my DMs are dead. Um, anyone I like doesn't like me back. Nah. <laughs> Sing <Bye-bye. guy. laughs> Um But yeah, I don't know. A lot of people think I'm very intimidating. No, you, well, yeah, I'd say you're quite a high-profile fashion guy. You kind of look like you've got everything sorted out. <laughs> I know, you mean runway. I think, I, I think like... I've been recognized like twice. Really? Yeah. I still haven't. Bloody podcast. I should be famous by now. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, one time I was at the champion party last week for After London Fashion Week. Someone came up to me and they were like, are you Dan Coleman? I'm like, yeah. Famous. (laughs) You're going to find (laughs) so. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Let me sign your tote bag. There's an... (laughs) (laughs) And then there's a... um, Is that heaven? Another time. Really? But this person's like been following me on TikTok. Um... And it was what well, was really weird. Mm. He asked me how my mum was, and I was like, "Weird first question." <laughs> that was really strange. Um, but basically, it was just after my mum had been. Um, she just had COVID, and she was in ICU. She was really oh bad God. from it. Um, and I posted about it on my Instagram quite a bit, mm. and he had obviously been following me. Yeah. Um, and he brought it up, but then that's when it just sort of hit me. I was like, "That's kind." Of, I was like, "Oh, I have no idea who you are." There's so many people. That, like, I didn't even, I don't know his name. I don't even think anyone. I asked his name. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry to that man. <laughs> um, but like that person knew a lot about me and it's kind of weird. They know everything about you. Everything you put out, they like. I deleted my TikTok recently. Deleted like your accounts or just TikTok? I just deleted all my content from TikTok. How come? You were making like good money off of it. I was. I was doing, deals yeah, I had like 350k. Oh my god, look at you. No, no, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, I just deleted it because I just like kind of wanted to like have a little purge. But then I was also scared that if I start working for another brand, if I keep, yeah, if I keep progressing, no, exactly. something's gonna come back come and bite up. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I have anything that anyone can cancel me for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cancelling only makes you more famous yeah um there is no one that's been cancelled no, no that hasn't survived <laughs> yeah i feel i'm just always like hesitant i'm like i literally went through all my instagram comments as well and i was like maybe i shouldn't have said that where i'm like it's not even anything bad it's just like mm. someone's like 
fire emoji. And I'm like, love you, bitch. <laughs> and then I'm like, maybe I shouldn't say that. Like, someone might get offended by that. <laughs> oh, people these I days. just think about it too much. But then it's also just like reputation as well. Yeah. Oh, I think people kind of respect if you just own your shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I want to be like one of them people who can just sort of post about funny shit and take the piss. Yeah. But people will get offended by it, and I am a people pleaser. I'll just be like, sorry, it was just a joke. <laughs> Guys, I just want to make this video to apologize. <laughs> I make so many of them, but it's always parodies. <laughs> and uh, I'm addicted to it. If I ever get cancelled, I've got a full apology video. Really? Like, yeah, I know my script. You have to be like, I can't believe I'm making this video. <laughs> you just have to so like look, look away from the camera, look down, be really disappointed and just be like, I'm so sorry. I am so disappointed in myself. We'll shed a fake little tear. It's just really hard. It's been a- and then they go, it's been a really dark time for me. <laughs> You're just like, you thought about killing yourself. <laughs> I'm like, you thought about it for a minute. <laughs> oh. I shouldn't joke about that. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get me cancelled? Yeah, no. That's just a joke. <laughs> I'm going to send this to your boss when you get a job. <laughs> He'll be like, I, I, <laughs> I guess if you unemployed for another month, you can just read our note it and do a couple brand deals. Yeah, maybe I should just like become a podcast guest. Yeah, I'll have you on be my co-host. I'll send you an invoice. <laughs> I'll send you an invoice for this time. When I start making money, I'll send you some money. Perfect. Thank you. I need it. <laughs> so you guys have to go listen, rate, do all of that, make me money. Yeah. But, we need to get more funding. <laughs> yeah. But no, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Thank you for coming on. I feel like we've just chat about so much. No, it's so much random shit. Yeah, this is the bloody second time we recorded this because yeah. obviously I fucked up and did not actually set the mics as the input. So that was shit. You live and you learn. That's why we've been going for 50 minutes. 50? Yeah. Oh my days. That was a good episode. We've been recording for an hour and a half now. <laughs> wow. Oh well. well. Yeah, guys, keep sending in your messages, questions, who you want to hear, whatever you want to hear, and I'll try and get it done for you. Thank you for coming on, Dan. Any fashion questions, let me know. Yeah. If you happy want fashion advice, happy happy to set you up with my contacts. Yeah, sign to his DMs. Yeah, please. Go on, anything you, you want to shout money. out. Or... <laughs> What's the Insta? Uh, it's Dan Coleman. D A N C O one E M A N. Nice. Go give him a follow, boobs. Yeah, please. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I need more clout. Nice. We'll catch you guys all later. Thanks, guys. Ciao, ciao, bye.